Hey, what's going on, everybody? CJ here. Um, unfortunately, I was after a few hours of trying to get the audio sounding clean and ready to go on the latest episode. I decided that, um, due to some technical problems and both of us uh, adjusting to new microphones, that uh, it was probably better if I just canned the episode. So what you're about to listen to was recorded a few weeks ago. That's kind of a vaulted episode for us in case something like this happened. Um, so I apologize about the late release. And hopefully we'll be back and ready to go next week with normal programming. So please enjoy something that we are calling one of our evergreen vaulted episodes. Thanks. Mexican City mixes up world's largest serving of guacamole. Wait, mixes up is in the sense like they fuck something up, or are you just saying they made they the largest? They created how the largest serving of guacamole, the world's largest serving of guacamole. <laughs> was it for like an event, or was it just? I think they just wanted to do it. Uh, it's for the purpose of getting a world record. I think so. Damn. Um, it took a team of 300 um, cooks. That's what they're calling it. I don't think they cooked anything, but it mixed up almost 11,000 pounds of guacamole. <laughs> Wait, 1,100 pounds? 11,000. 11,000 pounds. Yeah, 10,957. what did they do with it? I'm guessing they ate it. They ate 11th. I mean... Probably not the entire thing, right? I mean, that seems so wasteful. But, uh, so this is a... It's a Guinness World Record. Um, and the previous record was in the same town, too, in Mexico. But it included more than 10 tons of Haraban-grown avocados. 10 tons? 10 tons. More than 10 tons. What the of avocados with onions, tomatoes, serrano pepper, and lime and cilantro. Damn. Do you Do you like when places will put tomatoes in their guacamole? I like tomatoes. Do you like them in your guacamole? I don't mind them. It depends if that what kind of shape they're in. Because if they're like real mushy, I don't like it. No, I mean, yeah, it's got to be done right. But yeah. I, I don't have an issue be. with it. It can't be. There's a place in town that does that. It's pretty pretty good. I'm just trying to like kind of gra- try to grasp like what eleven thousand pounds of guacamole would look like, like a swimming pool. That's huge. Let me see. I'm just like, what? They had to have wasted so much of that. I feel like if you just make a bowl of guac, it's like, damn, it's a lot. I don't even know. What kind of pan you call that? But it's, I mean, 11,000 pounds, that's a lot. Uh, when you said mixes up, I was hoping that they, like, fucked something up. 
And they got it they wrong. They mixed it up with something else. Like, I don't even. <laughs> like, they mixed up, like, oh, wait, this isn't 11,000 pounds of guac. This is heroin or something. <laughs> like, that's, that's what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> well, I will clarify and say that there were no Guinness World Records staff on site for the uh, the accomplishment. Well, then how is it a Guinness World Record? Just because they told you them that's how much it was? Well, it says the organization was able to verify the record from afar via live stream. So, does that take away? It's an asterisk for sure. Right. Yeah, like that's like kind of a Mickey Mouse Guinness Book of World Record. Did you ever own one of those books before? Guinness Book of World Records? Yes. Yeah. I think so. I I think I had like the video game one when I was a kid. I know. I didn't know about that. Yeah. See, that was like speed running and shit. But no, they, I, I definitely got one of those, the Guinness World Record books. Yeah. And I think I also had a Ripley's Believe It or Not book. I went to the Ripley's <laughs> Ripley's uh, Art Aquarium. I almost said arcade. Really? Aquarium. Yeah. Do you enjoy it? Yeah. Yeah. It's actually. I mean. Some of it's kind of cheesy because, like, they try to do the Ripley's thing. But honestly, like, there's this one section where you're walking where all the sharks are. And, like, it's like a tunnel so they can go above you. It's scary, dude. You, like, just look up. And it's pretty low. And you just look up and there's just a fucking shark just, like, right above you. I don't know. It kind of freaked me out. Yeah, I, I haven't been in one of those before. I don't know how I feel about that, though. I, I think it was, like, I remember going to the Pittsburgh Aquarium. And the sharks were fucking huge, dude. They were huge. And they were just like right. You were just like sitting there looking. And there's just like this little piece of glass. And there's this giant shark just staring you down. Yeah, I didn't really fuck with it either time. But I do love an aquarium, though, overall. The vibes in an aquarium. It's been years since I've been to an aquarium. I recommend you go back. At the Ripley's, like in the jellyfish room. Where is this? This is in Pennsylvania? This one was in Myrtle Beach. Ah, okay. Um, and the jellyfish room, they like, they like are playing like completely different music. Like it's like super like psychedelic music and like the lights are changing and there's just like jellyfish floating around. It's like SpongeBob. Yeah. 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 SpongeBob. The jellyfish jam. Yeah. But it's like super like it's meant to be on drugs when you're in the jellyfish room. Hmm. So I wasn't, I was sober when I went, but. I <laughs> I was like, I went in there, I was like, and uh, my girlfriend was with me, and we were both like, yeah, this is a place that you should be on drugs to enter. Huh. Does that make it better? <laughs> that it, that it's an area like that, or that, yeah. like, are you, yeah, oh, is yeah. Is that cool? I mean, you do, it does almost make you feel like you're missing something, because you're like, okay, like, this is a little weird, but it's pretty nice. I like the vibe in there. Huh. Did you ever have book fairs at your school? Yeah, yeah. That's where I got the Guinness um Book of World Records. Yeah, that's the the I, gaming one I was talking about. Ah, okay. That's where I got that from. That's where I got my books too. Dude, remember all like the the kids that would pull up to the book fair with like money and they'd like buy all the toys and stuff? That's like that was the one percent back then. We used to have um There'd be like this this guessing game where you estimate how many 
items are in one item. Did you guys have that, like a raffle? Item? Oh, like candy in yeah. a jar or yeah. something. I feel like my the school library just kind of did that all the time. All the time. Yeah, I remember they had that at the book fair. Never won that, though. My sister is now a school librarian. So, like, the book fair is, like, a stressful time of the year for her, which is so funny because, like, I feel like you should remember as a kid is, like, euphoric. But for her, she's, like, she's like, oh, fuck, it's the book fair coming up soon. <laughs> it's, like, I don't know. The, the book fair was cool, though. We we were able to get out of class some to go do it and stuff. Yeah, it was, like, the marketplace, you know? like yeah. you, And plus it was just, like, chill even if you didn't. But I just remember all the books like looked so shiny, and you were like, "I need to read all of these," even though, like, you probably <laughs> weren't gonna read them. Right. Uh, I don't know. Did you have like little marketplaces set up in school that sold like erasers and stuff? We had one. Um, it was called like a school shop or something, but it was, I don't know, it was kind of beat from what I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Th- I don't know if we had one in high school. I remember one in elementary school. I I want to say we even had one in high school. Someone who's was there. Let me know if you remember, because I I want to say they did, but it was like cooler in elementary school and stuff because you'd like want like the cool shaped erasers and stuff that like all of it was just garbage. But you'd pay like five dollars for like a eraser that was shaped like a soccer ball or something. Do anything for clout. Cloud chasing, even at a young age. Right. Dude, I feel like you can't talk about, like, school days like that without talking about school lunch. Yeah. You don't seem... School lunch is crazy. (laughs) Yeah, dude, that's crazy. Um, But... Uh, I mean, I assume we kind of ate the same things. Cause it was I feel like pretty, every school has the same thing. Yeah. You got your, your cafeteria pizza. Yeah. You got like your, your mini corn dogs or, I don't know. Did you not have corn dogs? No, no. We had all that. Chicken patty. Yeah. Cheeseburger. Yeah. All of it. And all of it was just trash. Yeah. And for your Thanksgiving meal, they brought you a <sighs> slice of bread with some turkey. And some. <laughs> they would do Thanksgiving, dude. <laughs> Yeah, you had that too, right? Uh, we had that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It'd be a slice of bread with some turkey and maybe oh, mashed potatoes. That's like sort of sad. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, that's bad. I just remember they, they, <laughs> the cookies that you could get, but they would like undercook them. So they would just like hand you this bag of just like raw cookie dough. I'd be like, Here you go. that's healthy. <laughs> go ahead and eat that. And they were relying on... So, wait, were they cooking it at all, or, like, it was just... No, I mean, there was an attempt, like, the very edge of it was... But, like, it was just, like, a known thing that the cookie was going to be underdone. That was in middle school, though. Then they kind of stepped the game up when we got to high school. But, yeah, dude, just fucking raw (laughs) cookie dough in a bag. It's just, like, greasy. We would get these fire fruit cups. They'd be, like, partially frozen. Those are fire. This, they had like strawberry and peaches. Great. I'm going to call you out on something. Why? Because you used to put those um, like fruit cup yeah, looking things, but they were olives. Wait, what are you talking about? You used to have like fruit yeah, cups, but they olives. were olives. They're olives to go. Suspect. 
What do you mean suspect? <laughs> it's like suspect. All, you don't like all of Yeah, guys. nobody does except for you. Nah, they're cool. They're a cool little snack, man. The little black pearls. Fire. Is that what they're called, or are you just calling them I think that? think so. Because they're black. They're black olives. <laughs> I just... I can't. I just can't get behind that. What do you mean? Just because you don't like olives? Yeah. Like, what are you calling me out for? Because <laughs> you eat olives out of a plastic container. They're olives to go. It's no different than like having granola in a the container. There's right? a difference. Or peanuts in a container. Why? It's a snack. <laughs> are all like, there are like a lot of health benefits for olives to eat olives? It's probably better to eat olives than Skittles. Okay, that's that's true. Right? People eat Skittles as a snack. No, that's like that's candy. That's different. Why? Olives are vegetables. Olives are candy. <laughs> you never seen those jarred olives? Like you seen jarred olives? Yeah, before? no. I mean, I know people buy olives, but I feel like they buy them to like put on something or put it, like people drink martinis with an olive in it, which I don't. I couldn't. Would you do that? Probably. I'd probably try it, but they're not the same olives. Right, because those are black olives. Yeah. So you don't like olives at all? Like if you no. get a Greek salad, you don't no. like the. Uh, I just wouldn't get a lot of olives. Or I wouldn't get a Greek salad because of that reason. The olive, wow, that's crazy. I don't know what to tell you, man. I think I, you're bugging. To be I, honest, with you. maybe I am, but I just I can't get behind it. True or false? You used to put peanuts in your chicken soup. Hot peanuts. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about that the other day, and I was like... Because it makes it spicy. Yeah, I mean, but thinking about it, it sounds like gross and kind of fucked up, but it actually was pretty good. Yeah, it was cool. You had that, like, giant container, like, just... Super, super spicy. Spicy peanuts. peanuts. Damn. Fire. I think I'm on Amazon or something. No, you put them in the soup, and it's kind of, I don't know, it reminded me of, like, hot and sour Chinese soup. That's what I like about it. It gave it some of that, for sure, but... And then you could, like, eat the peanuts. So, yeah. I don't know. That's cool. I mean, people put peanuts in yeah. Coca-Cola. What? Back in the day. You never heard of that? No. People used to put, I think it was this was like the original Coke. They'd put peanuts in them. I swear. Peanuts and Coca-Cola. Yeah. Something about it adding. Because then you eat the peanuts after. What? I swear. I don't, I'm not doubting you. I've just, I've never heard of that before. A more hands-on meal would mean a washing up break. But simply pouring your peanuts into the Coke bottle allowed for a protein boost that you could sip while working. Oh, my God. It's, 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 all, it's like some, you know, not don't take a lunch break. Just keep working. Pour your fucking peanuts in your Coca-Cola and get back to work, <laughs> you pig. Since, since then, the, the salty sweet pairing of sugary Coke and savory peanuts has spread across the South, from the Carolinas all the way to Texas. Have you ever had boiled peanuts before? That's a big thing down but they're there. They're, like, hot, right? I guess. I've never had them. I've seen them advertised. I don't know if I've had them before, though. Yeah, they got these, like, big containers, I guess, and they're just, like, you open it up, it's just, like, hot, soggy peanuts. With the shell on them? Yeah. Uh, I say I don't like that. I mean, why do people put Mentos and Coke or Pepsi? Because it blows up. Right. Like, why do people do that? Because <laughs> it's uh, the one thing that can bring them joy. Have you ever done that? I think I think I have at one point in my life. 
Me and my cousins probably did it when I was younger. We used to like. I, I'm surprised we didn't do that because like we used to just light shit on fire. Like, like, uh, <laughs> we would just get like random things around the house and then just like cover them in axe body spray and then light it on fire. <laughs> like that was just like a thing we used to do with the axe body spray. Yeah, because then if you and if you use the axe body spray and the lighter at once, you could make like a little flamethrower. You were never doing stuff like that, hood rat shit no. with your friends? I wasn't trying to burn stuff down. No, we, we liked, like, that was the thing we used to do, but. I used to like trying to make a fire out of nothing. Like rubbing two sticks together with a rock or something like oh, that. Oh, really? I tried to do Did it. you ever do it? No. <laughs> I feel like that's, that should. I don't think I was doing it right. Yeah. I was thinking if I caused enough friction, you know, mm-hmm. it didn't happen. No, I don't, I, I might have tried that once in my life, but. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, it's something I guess I didn't think about at the time, but like now looking back on it, like that was like dangerous as fuck. Like, we, I can't believe like we never like blew something up, but we didn't. So we weren't like vandalizing. We were just like grabbing like old useless things and just throwing them on the ground and lighting them on fire. <laughs> <laughs> you try to make it sound like you weren't doing anything wrong. I mean, I don't. It wasn't hurting any. It could have hurt us, but like it didn't. So nobody else was in harm's way. It's just crazy that you were doing something like that, and then you're pressing me for eating olives out of a. I mean, that's that that it should be like a your ground, jailable offense. Yeah, your grounds are kind of messed up. No, nah, dude, my moral compass might be fucked up, but eating olives out of a container is just not I'm cool with me. All right, olives or peanuts out of a Coke. Peanuts in a Coke. I'd give it a try. I mean, that way I don't have to take a lunch break. That's my least favorite part of the day when I have to stop working for an hour to eat lunch. <laughs> so I've uh, I've got the place to myself this weekend. Um, doing just a whole lot of whole lot of chilling. But I'm curious. So, do you find you get a lot of weekends like with the place to yourself? Or just like an extended period of time? Not, no, I would say probably not. Okay. I mean, for the most part. I mean, I'd say out of a month, maybe, maybe two weekends. Usually it's just one weekend where I feel like in a month I don't have a lot going on. Okay. Yeah, I guess not. I guess I shouldn't say necessarily by yourself, just like not doing a lot, kind of just chilling at home. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say maybe one weekend out of a month. Yeah, same. It's it's like few and far between, I feel like. Um, but it's like my favorite. I love just like just chilling out, you know. Do you take that opportunity to cook like a fancier dinner maybe than you? Because like on the weekday, I cook a lot, but it's it's always kind of just like a burger or something quick because I, I, you know. Right. But sometimes on the weekend, if I'm not doing a lot, I like to, like, plan something out like long term and, like, you know, like, marinate and shit, you know, like, actually yeah. take, like, one step above just, like, making tacos, but... Or spaghetti. Yeah, exactly. Right. But, and sometimes I don't when I'm feeling super, super lazy, I still make something or I'll just order out. But do you like to do that or are you more just, like, I'm not doing shit, I'm ordering out or... Even going out to de- eat, I guess, but then that's getting away from the whole just chilling at home thing. 
Yeah, I would say um, sometimes I I like planning ahead, like making a day where I'm going to try to do something new in the kitchen. Um, Because most times during the week, I feel like everything is so go, go, go. We're not, we're kind of just worried about eating something and not trying to make something new for the first time during the week. But I don't know, in terms of cooking dinner or going out to eat or getting food delivered. Um, I don't know. Going out to dinner is nice, but cooking is, I don't know. Staying home and cooking is really nice because you're saving money. The only downside really is having to like clean up after, but yeah, I fall into the takeout trap a lot. Like I just, that is the problem, especially with something you like plan out and make kind of like a little bit, I don't want to say fancy, but like not burgers. It's like the cleanup can get just stacks up on you, man. But as long as the food's good, like it, it works out. I remember one time I tried to make, um, Bira tacos. Have you ever had those before? I've never, I've seen them, but I've never had them. Yeah. So, uh, there's actually a few places in Charlottesville that are just killer, but so I, I was like, all right, well, it started, I went to the store and bought this roast beef and I was thinking I was going to make it like more of like a top round, like just cook it in the oven and slice it and then have it for like sandwiches. Mm-hmm. So I was doing some research on like a good recipe for it. Turns out I bought like the shittiest roast beef maybe ever. Mm-hmm. So they were like, all the recipes were like, if you have this cut, you have to slow cook it. So I was like, okay, well. I don't want pot roast, so I'm going to do, I'm going to try like the shredded, you know. So I spent, went to the grocery store, spent more money than I wanted to like on different like dried chilies and specific seasonings and do all this work of like rehydrating the chilies, blending them up into like a paste and then like cooking like onions and tomatoes and peppers and blending all those up. And we don't have a blender, so I'm using like a, what are those things called? Bullet. So like I have to do it in batches. Yeah, yeah. I have to do like, I'm like shoving tomatoes and onions in there. It takes me like the whole day. And then I slow cook it, pull it out of the oven. And I'm like, damn, that looks really good. So I like mix it up. <laughs> Try a bite, dude. Might've been the worst thing I've ever oh, eaten. No. <laughs> was it that bad? It was so, I threw it out, dude. Oh. I threw it out. Because I was going to save it, but I was like, I'm never going to eat this. So I just, I literally threw it out and then ate, um, Logan had made some, uh, like just like vegetarian or vegan, like meat, like off, you know, not real meat. I just ate that because like I, <laughs> after I spent like the entire day on these tacos, they were terrible. That's it tasted like ketchup. You think you had too much tomato in there? I don't know what I did, dude. I followed the recipe exactly. I don't know what I did. Did you have sugar in there? Mm-mm. Huh. No, it was pretty... I mean, it was a lot of work, and mostly because we didn't have a blender, so I had to, like, keep scooping the stuff I was cooking out. But as far as, like, what went in it... And, like, I kind of thought, because when I was, like, blending it up, it almost smelled like pasta sauce, because it was, like, garlic, onion, tomato... But I'm like, and then there was like a little bit of oregano was one of the seasonings, but that's not uncommon. I don't know, man. It was terrible. Um, 
I wanted to give the recipe one star, but I never did. You wouldn't try it again? No. I, I mean, I'm just going to kind of leave it up to the professionals because it was so much effort and it, I did, I ate one and it was like just disgusting. Shame on you. I know. What an that idiot. Sucks. That's what I get for trying to plan out a big fancy dinner. Well, now you just know, I mean, that's the one thing that you can cross off your list until one day you want to get better at it. <laughs> yeah, someday I'll tackle it again. New recipe. But you live and learn, I guess. But a- a- anyway, um, I really like to cook specifically when I'm by myself. I like to do a steak night because my girlfriend's vegetarian. So that doesn't mean I can't eat steak and she eats something else. But, like, I don't feel like she's missing out on anything when I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do it. Because if I do, like, a big fancy taco night, then it's like, you know, I could do that when we're together and it'd be more fun. But Mm -hmm. steak is like, I just have one. I go out, buy a steak, some mashed potatoes, just like the instant kind. Save a little little cash, a little red wine. Heck, yeah. Tradition unlike any other. Any veggies? Yeah, I'll either do like um, broccoli sometimes, green beans a lot. Green beans are good. Um, broccoli too. And if I decide I don't want to do either of those, I'll just get like a salad and do that as the appetizer. Can't go wrong with a salad. Versatile. If you could, only, if you could only have like one style of salad for the rest of your life, what would it be? So that means like you could do like just like a wedge salad which would be like blue cheese dressing or like obviously a caesar greek it's like a oil and vinegar like italian house salad probably caesar or greek yeah i'm a caesar i'm a caesar guy i would say i'm I'm probably like 80 percent caesar but i like greek i like greek salads but caesars are super easy hard to hard to mess up yeah one time i uh Cousin made us one, and he uh, made his own dressing from scratch. That was fire. It was so good. I never done. I've never seen that. But, like he cut up the anchovies and then just like whipped a, you know, whipped an egg up a bunch. It was insanely good. It's that, that's dressings are not to take any credit away, but dressings are one of those things that at least my brother tells me they're pretty easy to whip up. Like it doesn't doesn't really take that much. to to it but yeah it's yeah cool. it's it, that's one of those things you should do when you're like okay i'm gonna plan a big fancy yeah. dinner you should make your own dressing because it's yeah. like it's not impossible right like it's more than you're normally willing to do but and if you're already going through the effort of doing a lot of this other stuff you don't typically do it what's one more thing yeah 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 i mean that's that's like my go-to though when i have that the place to myself so I'll be doing that at some point this weekend. Heck yeah. What's your, uh, you you have a preferred cut of steak? I'm a New York strip guy. That's like my favorite. Because they're always like reasonably priced, yeah. you know. And like I, I like a ribeye, um, T-bone obviously because it's just like <laughs> New York plus. Yeah. But no, nah, it's just, I'd rather just get like a big old New York strip. That's what I my, definitely my go-to. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. But it and it's like it's fun to cook it because I feel like I am getting better, 
like I feel like I used to cook it and I would just like just complain <laughs> like I'd, I'd end up just like hating it because it would either just be raw or it would be like that it would get too rare and then I would try to cook it more and then I'd end up overcooking it so it's nice to see the progress I feel like I've gotten a lot better at it like one thing that helps is just being okay with eating rare meat you know because then it's like it's kind of your own preference. You can eat, you can go a little longer next time if you think it was a little. Yeah, I don't mind. Like I, it it has to be pretty bad for me not to eat it. Mm-hmm. Like I've definitely eaten some steaks before that were like super rare. But like I got it at a restaurant, and I was like, I didn't. I don't. I don't want to send it back. Right. Just because it's undercooked. It's like it's not like they served it to me. So it's not like if it was raw, I would send it back. But. I also have this thing where, like, I'm terrified to send food back at a restaurant. Like, <laughs> my girlfriend gets on me sometimes about it. Because, like, I'll order something and they'll just bring me, like, the completely wrong thing. And, and like, cool I, just, I just don't say anything. Yeah. I don't I don't want to deal with it. Like, I hate being a nuisance to these people, even though they're the ones who screwed it up. Right. And you're paying for that service. Yeah, yeah. So, I've gotten a little bit better. Like, most of the time, I'm just, like, I make them aware and I'm just like, it's okay. Like I, I'm fine with this, but I didn't, I didn't order it. <laughs> and just like, hopefully, like maybe I'll get it knocked off the bill because that is nice. But that should be like the. I feel like that should be the minimum. Yeah. They, they just comp. But I try to be really nice because like yeah. I, I would never want to be a dick about it because I, I've seen people do that and like that's so scummy to me. Sucks. Especially to the waitress like, or waiter. Like they didn't, they didn't screw it up. They're just bringing it to you. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, that's, like, definitely been, like, a fear I'm trying to overcome. But Yeah, I definitely, when stuff comes up like that for me, I'm always, I do the same thing. I was like, it's not a huge deal or anything like that. And I don't know, because you don't know what kind of day they're having. And like you said, it's not, I don't know. It's kind of on them because they brought you the wrong order, but it's, like, I don't know. At the end of the day, it's, like, so, I mean, it's also, like, you know, case-by-case thing, like, if they bring me something that's just like bad and like it's like cold, I'm just like, okay, well, this is not, you know, it's like if I'm getting terrible service, but if I'm getting a good service and it's just not exactly what I ordered, like, I don't really care. I'll just try something new, I guess. Yeah. Plus, plus in that situation when somebody has to bring something up about like their order or whatever, it just, it, um, I just feel like it lessens the likelihood of the rest of the evening going smoother. Because it's just one more thing you got to worry about that could go turn into something else. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I always try to just... Nothing's ever that big of a deal. Just let it... Just let it... Keep it rolling. Keep the vibes right. Yeah. I feel that. Because you're going out to enjoy yourself anyway, so like... I don't know. Yeah. The tough one is like beer, because like I'll I'll like be like craving a specific beer and I'll order it and then they'll bring me a different one and I'm just like, <sighs> but okay, this is like this is related, but it's a little bit of a tangent. At a bar with my cousin, and he's a he drinks beer out of the bottle. That's what he likes to do. So I get a draft. I don't remember what what Blue Moon or something, and he gets a Yingling, and he's like, okay, I, can I get a Yingling in a bottle? I'm like, sure. So I'm watching them, and they pour mine, and then they pour a yingling on tap on draft. It was like right after we ordered, and I'm like, that has to be ours, but they must have messed it up. 
So they sit them next to each other. And then our waitress goes over and she's like, tells the bartender, like, no, that's supposed to be in a bottle. So he takes the draft yingling and just dumps it out. Like, just dumps it and then just washes the cup. It's like, what? Make that make sense, right? Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you just bring it over? Like, God, that that upset me a lot. It's like, that's so wasteful for no reason. Yeah. That should be, I feel like beer's got to be, like, the easiest thing to correct. Because you just bring them what they want and don't charge them for whatever you got them. Uh, exactly. It's yeah. like, oh, here, oh, I accidentally poured you one on tap. It's on the house. Yeah. And then nine times out of ten, the guy's going to be like, yeah, that's fine. Especially that was literally the same beer. It's just not in the form you wanted it. Yeah. Or if you don't want to do it that way, just hand it to someone at the bar. Be like, hey, you want a free yingling? Here yeah. you go. Like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's like, man, why would you? I just don't even understand that. Just pour it out. Wasteful. No, I agree. Because I, I, I feel like I see stuff like that a lot. Where it's like, you're you're putting forth more effort on yourself to do something a certain way when you when you can do it another way and it'd be less wasteful or there's actually something that is um I don't know being worked out yeah it just seems silly to me but <sighs> whatever I would have drank it yeah you can't go wrong with Yingling Yingling is a fantastic beer it's cool I mean it's like I feel like that's like such a great beer to have at the house because like I I can't think of anyone that you'd be like, hey, do you want a Yingling? And they're like, no. You know, if they like beer, if they drink beer. Yeah, it's. That's high on my list of beers you should always have. Like when I'm in a position where I'm going to be like someone who entertains more, like when I'm a little bit older, I always have like beer in the fridge. Like that will be one that's there. A Yingling? Yeah, because it's like, hey, do you want a Coors Light or hey do you want this yingling right it's it seems like a, it's like a nicer thing but it's like the same exact price i think yeah pretty similar shout out to yingling they're they're pa based aren't they mm-hmm. oldest brewery in america love that i've been on this golden road i think we talked we talked about this before but it's a couple different fruit beers how's it taste it's good it's very refreshing and crisp. Uh, no, it's good. <laughs> this one has watermelon, honeydew, and cantaloupe. So it tastes like fruit salad, you know? Huh. All right. Out of those three fruits, rank them. Watermelon one. Cantaloupe two. Olives three. Honeydew four. I hate it. Fuck honeydew. That's a, that's a shitty fruit. Honeydew and cantaloupe are like the same thing to me. See, I feel like cantaloupe has a little bit more flavor. Actually, a lot more flavor. I just feel like honeydew just tastes like nothing. I don't really like it more than olives, cause, but that was just for dramatic purposes. But yeah, I, I don't know. It just tastes like nothing. Like I said, honeydew and cantaloupe. I, I don't like either of them. You, I wouldn't be able to tell you the difference. Really? I don't think so. Unless huh. I just haven't had really good honeydew or really good cantaloupe. But. I, I feel like I've... Cantaloupe's come around on me because I used to kind of feel the same way. Like neither of them taste like anything, but cantaloupe has started to come around. Maybe I just had like a good one or something somewhere. It's coming around a little bit. I feel like we always had, like I feel like a lot of mornings when I was younger, I had cantaloupe for breakfast or yeah. with my cereal or whatever I was eating for breakfast. Watermelon though, sick. 
in the summertime. Watermelon's god tier. Yeah, it is. It's so fire. Like a really good watermelon. It's just it's hard to beat that as far as fruit goes. Have you ever seen? Um, have you seen people who they'll if they have like a pool or something they'll put a watermelon in the pool? Have you heard of that? Maybe. It's like the it just floats in the water. It floats. Yeah. Huh. Are you looking it up right now? Yeah, because I don't know if it if it actually serves a p- purpose or if it's just something fun to do. But uh, one of my buddies, shout out Jack, he um, Jack Harlow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he when he had a few pool parties when we were younger, he'd always have a watermelon there, and we'd be throwing it all around the pool and stuff. It's cool. That is cool. It's like a medicine ball. And it goes floats. Down, it goes down in the water and just comes right back up. Huh. Pretty neat. When's the last time you saw someone post the mannequin challenge? The mannequin challenge. Oh. Um. I don't know if I've seen it recently. The reason I ask is just like I seriously have see, been seeing it like very recently, like more than I ever thought I would see it again. And I saw maybe like not a, not a ton, but like two or three. And it's like super cringy, but it's recently. also like yeah, like within like the last two weeks, maybe. Huh. Just like floating around on it on Instagram. I I wish I like marked down who they were, but and I mean. It's not ridiculous to think that they were just like trying to meme it, but they were still doing it. So at that point, so you think it was a new it was a new video? Uh, Yeah, or do you think it was like an edit of an old video? No, no, it definitely was like I mean, unless someone just reposted a mannequin challenge, which doesn't seem likely. Although that is kind of funny. I don't know. So, for those of you who don't know what the explain the mannequin challenge. Basically, it was like the biggest cultural movement since the Renaissance. Right. Um, Happened in 2016. 2016? Okay. Um, So, it's just like you'd get in a big group, stay at a party or something, and then you would like, everybody would stop, and he he would try to like like freeze in like a mid, like you'd be like about to drink or something like you wouldn't just be standing with your arms now you'd be like in a pose like you're opening the fridge you're yeah or something you're like pretending to crack a joke with your friends everybody's like laughing like you're a mannequin yeah and then they would just play black beetles and that was (laughs) black Black beetles by ray schremer mike will made it mike will made it mike will made 2016 but Did you ever have, were you ever in a mannequin challenge video? Thank God, no. Bro, I remember seeing videos, people, because I think that the challenge started in November of 2016. And I remember seeing videos of people, and it's just, it's funny. They were at, like, their Thanksgiving dinner, and they had, like, their whole families doing it and stuff. And they had no, you know what I'm saying? They had no idea what was going on. Yeah. I don't think I've ever done one. I, I don't really, know if I've been in one. I hope not. I think it's pretty stupid, but uh, I mean, it was funny though. Cause like, 
I, I actually felt like some of them were complex enough that it actually did look hard to do like an actual chat. Like it was hard for people to stand completely still and not move and screw the whole thing up. But I feel like the word challenge gets really thrown around on the internet. Like, like the sleepy chicken. challenge. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> or the Benadryl challenge. Like what? What? I don't. Like the one where they would just shove a bunch of marshmallows in their mouth. Marshmallow, yeah, the marshmallow challenge. Or yeah, I've seen them. They put a marshmallow in the microwave, and it, it like explodes. Not actually, but it blows up really big. Yeah, it does. I've, I've, uh, I've done that before. Wow. You've never done that before? Nah. Probably too busy eating olives. Olives. Uh, yeah. Um, it's not really that cool. It's kind of fucking stupid. Yeah, I don't think I've done it before. I w- uh, question. Okay. Well, wh- what do you think of moments like that? For, well, back to the mannequin challenge, like, like looking back on that now, what do you what do you think of something like that? Something like that in the sense, like, just something that's like viral. Yeah. I like mean, that's that's like a song. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's musically related. It wasn't like planking. You remember planking when people were just laying. Down? <laughs> See, now that was funny. But the that was challenge is associated with a song. Okay, so I'm, so I'm talking about more viral moments that associated with the song. Yeah. Like, it, I feel ahead. like it almost it can it can deter like how much I enjoy a song. The fact that there's like a yeah yeah dance or whatever that goes with whatever it. something. Yeah. Or like, um, I remember like the opening to Father Stretch My Hands, like that was like a pretty memed song back in the day. Like just that part where it's like, beautiful morning. But like, so I feel like for a long time, like I hated that song or like I always just like laughed at that song. That's crazy. Not that I, not that I didn't like it, but it was more just like a joke to me. Yeah. And then like, I never saw those memes. And then like listening to it legitimately it's like wow that's actually really good like i'm just now getting over the meme the aspect meme of, of it. it that's crazy i miss the memes i might have been fine no shot 2016 no yeah that's not right that's not right i must be thinking of something else oh i will say so here's another thing i was gonna say relating to like the the mannequin challenge where it's a song that sort of has people act in a certain way out of out of the mannequin challenge, the Harlem Shake, and Gangnam Style. Rank rank those three. Gangnam Style one. Seriously. Yeah. Bang fire, banger. Still plays today. Still Dre. Gangnam Style does not play today. <laughs> no shot. What was that? What year was that? Two thousand thirteen. <laughs> no wonder Kanye made Jesus. <laughs> what year was it? Oh, it was 2012. Gangnam Style? Yeah. Fuck. Dude, that was so long ago. Ten years ago? Yeah. Damn. What the fuck? What about, all right, what about Harlem Shake? I'm going to say 2015. <sighs> no. No, I think that might have been after. Wait, 2013? 14. 14 is my answer. I'm locking it in. I'm saying... 13. Yeah. 
Let's go. 2013. Let's go. Okay. February of 2013. That was a weird one. The uh, Harlem Shake? Yeah. Are you putting that too? You're putting the I don't mannequin know. Challenge I really thought lives. the mannequin challenge was pretty stupid. But Harlem Shake was dumb too. All of them are dumb. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah. I, I'm going to have to go... Gangnam Style number one. All right. And then Mannequin Challenge. And then the Harlem Shake. I feel like I'm doing ASMR right now. Yeah, Harlem Shake's out of there. Yeah, that's trash. That's that I'm not I couldn't I can't listen to it. The other two I can listen to. Well, I'll listen to Black Beatles. Gangnam Style, I've I've listened to it. Yeah, I also feel like it's, it's catchy. Like, it's it's also like kind of different I guess because like Black Beatles was like a song and then it caught on right, right. with that so I don't know how long it was out like Gang of Style that was the music video so like that was the whole point of it was what happened the whole music video was a dance yeah exactly so like what happened with, that was just like I, I don't know it's like almost different is that guy an industry plant <laughs> sigh sigh cause all, he had that one song and then he was out of here right yeah I mean respect he probably made so much money I wonder if he. Yeah, but that song's not played. Nobody's playing that anymore. Yeah, but I mean, it was. And if he was like smart with the money, like he, you could like. A, I feel like a song like that could set you up for a long time. Something that viral and that big. Yeah, I turned ten years ten years old in July of this year. Should have had a party. Oh, you weren't there. <laughs> It was so sick. I, I remember like distinctly listening to that on repeat one night. On your own? No. Accord? No. Like with people. But it literally like <laughs> like I mean, these are the same dudes that were we were probably like figuring out what we were gonna light on fire as we listened to uh, Gangnam yeah. Style. Like, is that like not autistic behavior? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like that's not good. Yeah. Fire up the PC and hop on and play some Minecraft. That's all I got to say about that. (laughs) 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 Isn't it crazy how Minecraft is like the biggest video game of all time? Is it really? Yes, dude. Like, I think as far as like sales and like like sales of the game go, I'm pretty sure it is. I'm pretty confident. This game's been out for a long time. It has, and it's still like relevant. You know, like with kid, like kids still just eat that shit up. Didn't I send? Uh, Minecraft is doing a collab with Burberry. Minecraft and Burberry just did a uh, collab. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like there's Minecraft licensed stuff everywhere. It's still so huge. But I guess, I mean, I think it's just because they did a good job. Like, it's so expanded from what it used to be. I haven't played it in years, but I used to play it, like, 
I used to play it before it was anything. But like we had like before it was like a finished game because it was still just like beta 1.4 or whatever. But I mean, it wasn't. It was like released to the public, but they were still like updating it like monthly. I feel like when I jumped on. Yeah, when I first started playing, I was playing Pocket Edition. Shit was crazy. <laughs> Have you ever played Terraria before? I've heard of it, but I've never played it. I had it on something. Maybe it was like free on Xbox at one point. I had it at one point. I, I think I liked it. Yeah, I know some people liked it, but I never played it. True or false? Lil B has re-rose to stardom in the last month. Base God. Lil B the base God? Yeah. True or false? He's... I'm going to say he's true. I just feel like because he has that swag like Ohio song and Ohio's like a big meme thing. Like, Oh, Ohio was a big thing recently. Yeah. That's what... I just feel like I've been hearing about him so much more just because I like hear that. I'm just like, oh. You like Lil B. I do like Lil B. I was, I was, um, I don't know. I feel like I've been based for a while. <laughs> what does it mean to be based? Well, so do you know, all right, well, I'll take it back to like where, where it all started. Okay. Do you know how he got his name? No. So you're saying you're going to go back to where it started for Lil B, not like your fandom. This is like a complete. I'm watching a documentary on Lil B right now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, he said, well, he's what he said before is, was like, um, based was a negative term from his childhood that people would use to call others simple, stupid, or basic. Okay. Um, but I've also heard, have you heard people call people like base heads before? Not in, like, I feel like in an unrelated context. You know, like, I, I would associate that term with people who just love, like, EDM, like, super bass-heavy music. So, a bass a bass head is actually, like, a habitual abuser, free bass, or crack cocaine. So, okay. I think that was also another thing. They were, call, they were calling him a bass head. He's like, nah, I'm based. And then it sort of, sort of rolled from there. Bass god. Yeah. I think. What's the best? That's my understanding oh, give of me it. your top three Lil B the baseball, Bass God songs. You can I, take a second. I can riff if you need time. I remember he once like blessed, I think it was the Steelers. And I was like so sure they were going to win the Super Bowl that year. But did they? No. But I mean, it might have been my fault. I might have not been a big enough believer. I would say my first one is, um, I think it's called Tropics, Little B Tropics. Okay. Um, that's on his uh, Little B God's Father mixtape. Okay. Um, he's got another song called Obama Bass God. God. <laughs> that's in my top three. <laughs> that's off the. Obama bass god makes <laughs> And then recently um he's got this 
this tape called Red Flame, and there's a song called Hugh Hefner, and I listened to that recently. And you were playing that earlier, weren't you? Yeah. When we first got in here. Yeah. Yeah. I like the production on it. It's like some, reminds me of MF, something MF Doom would rap on. Based. But it's cool. I, I would rec- recommend that Red Flame tape to anybody interested. Huh. I'm meaning to check out. He's got such a vast catalog. He's been, he really hasn't stopped putting out music. And like I was saying earlier, I know he's got, I think he's got one tape with over 200 songs on it or something like that. That's insane. So I, it's kind of cool because I feel like he does just kind of throw everything out there that he records. Whereas I feel like you hear a lot about the vaults of different artists, but I feel like his is just like kind of all out there. Right. I mean, I'm sure he has more songs that aren't, but it seems like most of them. Kinda. Makes you wonder. But they mostly make the cut. It also makes me wonder what his process is like. Is he is it just one shot, one kill every time? Like he just goes in freestyles and calls it a rap, puts the song out. It it can sound like that right. from time to time, but yeah, I guess it's kind of just. It definitely seems super, super free. And um, like what he's saying and stuff. Or yeah, what? just yeah. and and just like the structure is like. At least from what I I don't know every little B song, but what I know what? is like <laughs> you don't know <laughs> every little B song. You're not based. You're not a bass head. Well, what? you are a bass head. Oh, you're not based. Damn it, dude. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just I like I just keep seeing like little B popping up more. Yeah, shout start out to think, Lil B. Yeah, start to think about him. Let's get him on. That would be that'd be huge. That would do numbers. We might have to go out to L.A. That's fine. I think he's still out there. You know he tried out for the Warriors once. I, I did know that. There's I a, did know There's that. a, like a news clip on YouTube you can go watch. That's so funny. But yeah, Lil B, come on the pod. Let's, 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 uh, let's chop it up about some, whatever you want to talk about. I'll talk about everything. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. We gotta get Kevin Durant on here too. <laughs> DC native. Fact. Be fire. Okay, let's let's roll with this for a little bit. Wh- who would be if you could pick three guests? Your top three, like anyone, is on the table, alive. They can't be dead. But who would you pick? Yeah. Yeah, that would do crazy numbers, dude. Um. Wait. No, Pause. Would you be intimidated to interview Kanye? Yay. No. I would. Dude, I'd be if that dude was sitting in here, I'd be a little intimidated. I wouldn't. I feel like I so cool. I do feel like I would like probably like quit everything else I was doing and just like research to make sure I had like an amazing like interview like structure and questions to go with when if I had a guest of that caliber. Yeah, and so much of that is just watching their recent interviews and mm-hmm. watching. I feel like at this point, I've seen almost every interview he's done before. Yeah, and I, I guess you just kind of pull the things that went well and then the things that didn't. You're just like, okay, don't do that when you do it. And just try not to rehash information that's already been said. I feel like, I feel like in a lot of interviews, when I when I watch an interview, if I'm going watching interviews of one person specifically, I feel like they end up repeating themselves through several interviews just because that person didn't do the. The the research. That's what I mean. I like getting questions without just being like, What's your artistic process like? You know, like just getting like really good, deep but not 
just like repetitive questions I feel like would be so hard, especially for someone with so much press. All right, with, sorry. Can well, with Ye specifically, it's like you could just ask him three questions for an hour. And yeah. He would, he would fill he'd he'd it something. Yeah, that's true. I f- yeah, I guess <laughs> I actually wouldn't be the... But, man, I would just be, like, terrified that I would, like, say something stupid. I feel like I'd be, like, stuttering. But I guess that would be the truth with, like, any high-profile guest. Yeah. All right, two. All right. Um, two... Damn, bro. Two? Well, who's your one? Let's bounce off. Okay, yeah. Fuck, I wasn't really, <laughs> wasn't really thinking. Um, it would definitely be like a someone who's like has a really established podcast like Joe. Joe River would be cool. Or like, I think oh, I really want to say Joey Diaz. I love Joey Diaz. I feel like if I had to pick like one person who could come in and just like have like the uh, like an amazing time with but also get an amazing interview like i think joey diaz so i think i'm gonna go one one joey diaz all right so we got yay we got joey diaz my second i will choose hmm. i don't know i don't want to pick somebody basic you know what i mean mm-hmm. No, I'd, I'll throw Tom Brady on there. Tom Brady? Yeah. That would be cool. Just to, just the greatness, you know? Yeah. The greatness would be pretty nuts. Tom Brady or... Or... Uh, uh, Plexico Burris. <laughs> I do it. Plexico Burris. Super Bowl champ. Former Steeler. Yeah. All right, to you. So wait, who are you picking? Plaxico Burris or Tom Brady? I'm picking Tom. Okay. Um it would, it's like it definitely I definitely want to go music artist here. Someone huge. Lil B. Well <laughs> dude, Lil B, I mean that that would just be like I don't know if he's top two, but he's definitely up there because that would be like just an insane. Um, I'm gonna go with. This is hard. Dude, it's so hard. <laughs> it is really hard. I'm trying to think, like, especially not having this, like, doing this on the spot. It's yeah, tough. yeah. Because, like, I would like to do. Like I would want to do someone I enjoy listening to their music, but I also would want something that I I feel that we could actually get a good interview out of, you know. <laughs> dead air, dead air, dead air, dead air. Um, I'm gonna go with Travis Scott. Wow. Well, yeah. A little curveball there. I it would be hard. I I I was just I feel like he, you have the same thing as like Kanye, where like you have it would also like be interesting to hear like what is it like 
being in a relationship and having a child with someone super, super high profile. And also just to, like talk about like the energy that he brings to shows and like the the stuff that's happened in the past with the crowds. Like that would be all of that would just be insane. Plus, I feel like I don't see that many interviews of him, but that might mean he's just not a good interview giver. Yeah, I know he hasn't done a lot since Astro World. But I would love to talk like and, and obviously like I know that would be like a tough thing to talk about, but I'd like to talk to him about it. All right, I got my third. Go ahead. Nardwar. Ah, oh, dude, that's a good one. That's a good one. I think that'd be cool because he would have to, like, he'd probably try to figure out stuff about us like he does with all his. Yeah. That'd be cool. Plus, he's met so many people. He probably has, he probably has a list of stories. Yeah. I'm going to go. I'm going to change. I'm doing Lex Friedman, too. And then uh, Travis got three. Cause I just like Lex Friedman is definitely my, like my favorite podcast to listen to. And just, I feel like having him would like bring the intelligence level up like a lot. And it would also just like, I feel like he's down to earth enough that it would be like a really chill conversation, but you'd still be like, he'd be saying some eye opening shit, which I feel like is part of what I want out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like his podcast. style. It's so open and there's like, I don't know. It's just like so, he's so like challenging, but he's also like so like he lists, he's really listening. He's just a smart dude. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. I just, I find myself like really in, to really enjoy listening to his podcasts. He's, he's been doing it for a couple of years. Yeah, a while. Um, and it's the, it's definitely changed. Like he's definitely changed. I feel like, cause I feel like in the old ones, they were like more. It was like always very science mm-hmm. focused. I think originally it was like called like the artificial intelligence podcast. Mm-hmm. That's what he works in. Like it's his field. But yeah, I feel like now like he had Yay on there. Like he's had like poker players on there, chess players. Like, yeah, I don't know. Be cool. Be cool to be on there too. But I'm uh I'm excited to start. Expanding this out and bringing guests on. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited for that too. I think it'll, I think it'll change the flow of what these podcasts, where it's just you and I, are like. Yeah. Give us a chance to sort of interview the guest and. Yeah, it'll be cool. Like prepping, like I'm excited to like have people kind of lined up and then like prep for that. I'm excited for that. It sounds pretty cool. Do you guys have a like a PO box? <laughs> no. Do you have a mailbox? Yeah. Do you have an actual mailbox? I mean, I guess it is kind of like a PO box te- technically, but it just matches like the house number. Yeah. Yeah, we got a mailbox and we got a new one recently. You got a new mailbox? Yeah. Nice. The one we had before was like um it looks like it's it just the whole thing looks like plastic from the ground up to the thing. I don't know if you okay. Now I know what you're talking know about. What I'm talking about yeah. And then we the new one we got is just a bigger, regular black mailbox Classic. with a new post. Classic. And we got some numbers put on the other day, but how do you feel about people who have mailboxes that are like replicas of their house? 
Have you seen those before? Yeah, that's wacky. They're like super extra. It's wacky. Mailbox should just be a mailbox. I got my parents a new one recently because they had the same one from since we've lived there, which was my whole life. But yeah, I. It's like I feel like if you're trying to like have fun with your mailbox, like I don't know, maybe I'm just a hater, but I can't get behind it. So you don't think a mailbox can look nice? <laughs> no, I I do. I just feel like like what's a nice mailbox? Just cl- like clean, the one that you can read the numbers, functional. Yeah, just clean. Like it's like a nice like if you just have like a black or a white mailbox, like what you're talking about, where it's just the box, post, simple. Need anything else? No. So it doesn't need to be like landscaped around it or anything. Is that just bonus points, or does that even matter to you? I think it might be negative points. Having like mulch and stuff around your mailbox. I don't know. Man. With flowers. Although it is like your greet, your like kind of gateway right into your house. But I just feel like as long as you have everything else done first, that should be the last thing you worry about. I guess is what I was saying. Like, if you had, like, nice mulch and maybe, like, stones and flowers around there, and then you, like, go through the yard and there's just, like, nothing else, it's, like, this your time and money could have been better spent. So you're saying mailbox decor shouldn't be priority over anything the rest of your landscape? Yes. Because it's, like... So it's irrelevant. I think it's irrelevant, yeah. Huh. I could I like be wrong it. about that. You like well, it? Well, no, it's how you feel about it. I like when I mean, I admire a mailbox that looks nice, and it looks like people the whoever manages it spent time on it. You yeah, know, I can admire that. Okay, I yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it, it is. You have to have everything else done. Mm-hmm. That that is like the last of the worries. But I don't landscaping in general. I I am a fan of. You know, like, I think I, I give some respect for the people who, like, put the time in for their yard and stuff. Are you someone who's, like, pretty stingy when it comes to, like, music choice at a function? Am I hosting or am I just a guest? You're hosting. Stingy. Very. Being, like. Like, like, like it's, like, it's kind of your way or the highway, you know? Like, it's oh. not, like. If I'm hosting an event and people are asking me to play some songs, I'm not saying you're like completely denying all requests, but like it's going to be something like a playlist you made. Like you're not going to use like a pre made playlist and you're going to limit the request. And like you're not afraid to tell someone no if they say, if they ask. Yeah, I'd say I'm pretty open. So you, I don't think you don't deny, you don't turn people down. Uh, it depends what they're... T- I mean, if they're being out of pocket and asking me to play, like, the Gummy Bear song or something like something that. Something silly, yeah. Then it's not happening, but... Even if it's a song that you don't care for, you're you're, you're letting it fly. If it's cool, if I know more than one person is going to appreciate it. Okay. So you're a man of the people. Yeah. That aspect. I'm also... I'm not... I like. I feel like I have a good taste in music, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to say mine's, my taste is supreme to anybody else's. Right, it's just what you like. Yeah. I used to be like super stingy. I guess you could say I still am, but honestly, like at this point, I prefer to not be the one who's playing music, even if I'm hosting, because it's just like it's too much pressure. And I feel like I like forget to like 
cue a song or something and then something on my library comes on that's just like completely a different like out of left field yeah and then you're like fuck 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 and you're like skipping and then you end up skipping through like 80 songs and you're like songs and it's like the vibe's gone yeah yeah you screwed it up so I I just prefer to just I'm always like do you want to play music not always like if I'm driving or something but like as far as like a group setting I usually try to just Spotify group session or not at all like I don't really want anything to do with it yeah I, I feel like I'm usually pretty open um if I'm hosting something and I have friends coming through I'll see if anybody wants to join the join the um the listening session so they can do yeah. songs on their own but I'm not handing that privilege out to everybody uh, you know I, yeah I, like the inner circle can get to the, feel out yeah, yeah. Who, who your audience is and whose uh, music taste you trust yeah I just but I also hate being completely out of control because I hate like being at a bar or like somewhere that I have like absolutely zero control over what I'm listening to because sometimes like so I just need to like hear something that I want to listen to it's like when I'm drinking and stuff like if I'm like all fucked up I just like that's when it really kicks in like when I'm like all right everybody stop I know what the best song in the house is and I end up probably killing the vibe so that's why I kind of just try to it's like <laughs> I like try to give my keys to someone like essentially you know because it's mm-hmm. like you get all screwed up and you're like oh I can drive home it's like the same thing it's like oh I can pick the next 10 songs and then it's just like off the grid 10 times in a row <laughs> dude that, well yeah three times is too much you can do you can get away with playing it twice in a row you think so at my place I'm playing it <laughs> no I, I mean I don't know I like the feeling of curating the playlist but also if I let some other people make some requests then chances are I'll, I'll probably learn something learn, find a new song maybe I haven't haven't ever heard, but I end up liking, so. Right. Yeah, I, I just, like, I don't, I used to be worse about it. I think I'm getting better. I'm getting better. I used to be, like, the one that was, like, no. But then I would put, like, all this time and effort into a playlist for something, and then, like, I could tell that, like, it wasn't working. So then I'd be, like, frantically trying to pivot in the middle of it, so now yeah. I'm just, like, yeah, like uh, I know my sister for one of her parties, her last birthday party, she like sent the playlist out to a few people ahead of time, which I like that move a lot because then you can kind of like build it. And then when you once you get to that point, you don't have to like keep adding songs like you kind of have it done. So, And it gives you a chance if, if you're letting a few people who are going to be there, you know, that if they're if they're putting a handful of songs they like on. That means they're going to turn up a little bit when the song comes on. And yeah. It opens it up. Yeah, I like that. Another thing, it's like, I guess this is essentially just like a group session with less steps, but, or extra steps, however you want to look at it. But we, uh, it's like more of a chill environment. We'll just pass a phone around and cue, wanted it, like, just go all around. Everybody cues the song. And that's cool because it gives everybody a chance to listen. And then you don't have to follow, like, a specific. You know, like you can play whatever you want because you're getting like one out of every 10 song is yours. So you can kind of, if you want to hear something maybe that's not the number one like people pleasing song, like you still put it on there. And you're usually in a group where you kind of trust everybody. 
as far as the music taste goes. Yeah, it's doing it like that is sort of nice because with the group listening session, somebody could run away with the cue. Yes, exactly. Like songs yeah, this is nice because like nobody can do that, and it's just like you know you're gonna get even if you have to listen to some songs you don't really care for, like you know, like okay, well, in three songs it's gonna be something I picked out, something fire. So, yeah, that's like our my favorite thing to do in like a group. It just depends on the size of the group and the environment and everything. If you want to do. Yeah, it's cool. That or a group session. And it's a, I feel like it could be like a good icebreaker too. See why somebody likes that song. or It definitely can like kind of light up a, a group that's maybe a little bit more new with each other. And it's like a little, not awkward, but it's like a little quiet. That's definitely a good way because, I mean, you know. And then if people are like, are like, no, no, I don't want to pay anything. It's like, no, just play something you like. Like, that's all we're doing, you know. Yeah. Just pick something. Yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah. Music is a is a good thing that way. You can, you know, it's so much, you can like really share experiences with people through it. 